0: Everybody asks questions, right? Oh, Ryan, can I have the mouse? That's a question. Can I have the mouse? Um, But everyone asks questions all day, questions everywhere. Um, Thank you, Ryan. But why do we ask so many questions? Well, that's a good question. We ask questions so we can learn. We ask questions so we can get to know people. We ask questions so we can grow. We ask questions because we're skeptical. We ask questions so that we can know ourselves better. The bottom line is we ask a lot of questions for a lot of different reasons. And that's what this series is about, answering some of the most asked questions. Um, There's a ton of questions, but there is this 23-year-old that people ask questions to all the time, questions that are all across the board. If you're my wife, um, it might be, how do I make this meal? What are the ingredients? And side note on that, and whenever look up, like try to look up a recipe online and they get like a three page blog about the recipe and why it means so much to them and how like they used to make it with their aunt. It's like, I'm trying, I'm trying to make a pie here. If you are Nick's dad, you might ask this 23 year old how to play disc golf um, if you're me, you might ask this 23-year-old how to make uh, Shirley Temple, and then you might ask it again, what's Gretadine?" Does anyone know who this 23-year-old is? Siri. His name, Siri? I think Siri's a little younger than 23. Mm-hmm. Good guess, though. It's Google. Is that what you said, Brody? Yes, nice, nice. The 23-year-old's name is Google. And to be fair, Google has a lot of answers. Um, But not all of Google's answers comes from a place of truth. And that's what I want to do in this series. I want to move the questions from the forum of Google to the Bible. The Bible's been answering questions for thousands of years now, which is a few more years than 23. Um, But uh, before we even get into the Word... Before we answer the, the main question I want to answer today, I want to answer a few easy questions um, that, are, that are on the list of the most asked questions. So uh, first question, this mouse is backwards. You gave it to me backwards, right? you embarrassing me. The first question I want to answer is, what time is sunset? 8.07 PM. Next question I want to answer is, how to screenshot on a Mac? It's uh, Shift-Command-4. I think Shift-Command-5 also works, uh, but I think the 4 one works better. Last easy question, what time is it in California? These are all, these are all popular asked questions, and they're three hours back, um, so that makes it 4.20 there. Uh, so anyway, what's the big question that I wanna answer today? What to watch? What to watch. And um, this is actually, according to the site that I found, the most asked question of 2021 on the internet. And it was searched about the average of about 9 million times every month. That's not the year. Every month, what to watch was Googled 9 million times. So what does this tell me? Tells me that we love to watch things. Uh, But if we're relying on Google to tell us what to watch, what we should be watching, I'm I'm willing to bet, in fact, I can guarantee, we're not gonna be watching the right things. So what should we watch? That's the question. And I wanna move it from the Google, from the 23-year-old, younger than half the people here, to something that's always been true. Before we uh, get into it, let's pray. Dear God, thank you for the Forge, thank you for this group and just for the church supporting us and giving this area for young adults to come um, to, to learn about you, to grow, to ask questions, and hopefully get some um, questions answered. Uh, I pray that that happens, but that, that it happens in a way of truth, that your spirit would would intercede on my behalf. and. On everyone's behalf here, that we would know your truth, that um, your word would be made clear to us, and that you would help us to understand something that's that's so over our human minds. Um, but but because of you, you allow us to comprehend it. Help us to have a good time. Thanks for the sunshine. It's going to set at eight oh seven. Thank you for <coughs> just the way that you designed that the different seasons we praise you, we thank you amen so actually what to watch, I want to break this question up into two questions Um, and those two questions are what should I watch and what should I watch out for so what should I watch what should I be watching and what should I watch out for? What should I avoid? And the Bible gives us plenty of things uh, to both be watching and anticipating as well as plenty of things that we need to watch out for. And obviously I'm not going to get into all of them today, but we're going to get into a few of them. Um, let's start out with what should we watch. Colossians 4.2 says, Devote yourselves to prayer. Being watchful... And thankful, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful, and thankful. The ESV says, "Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving." So the very first thing we should watch is our prayer. We should watch our prayer. What what does that even mean? What does it look like? How do you how do you be watchful in prayer with thanksgiving? It almost seems silly in a way because all of our life. We're, we're taught and we're told, okay, close your eyes, bow your head, and that's how you pray. So, so what? What are we going to watch? The back of our eyelids? What are we trying to watch here With, while being thankful? Well, before we get um, further into that, I will say one time I was on camera. Um, well, I was on camera a few times, but one time specifically, I was on camera. So I was watching, and as the pastor was praying... He had his eyes open. Okay, that's weird. That's like it's real weird to see. Like I'm not gonna say which pastor it was, but if you you go back like the last few months and just watch every live video, you'll you'll see it because it was there. And he's praying with his eyes open, just praying for the congregation. And it's like this just feels wrong. This isn't how it's supposed to be. He was looking around. But maybe there's something to that. He was praying for the congregation, looking over the people he was praying for, making a connection. He was watching. So is my point that now, every time you pray, keep your eyes open? No, that's, that's obviously not what I'm trying to get at here. But I do want to get across that you need to watch your prayers. Watch them with thanksgiving. And this could look a lot of different ways. But are you just going through the motions of prayer? Not observing them? Not watching them? Not anticipating them? Are you praying for things but not actually, if you're honest with yourself, you're not actually expecting that your prayers are heard? You're not really expecting your prayers to be answered? You're just praying? Maybe it's even a step further And you're praying just because you think it's the right thing to do, just because it's the good Christian thing to do. But you don't even care if they're heard. You don't even care if they're answered. You're just kind of praying mindlessly. I'm guilty. I am. It's easy to just go through the motions and not be watchful of your prayers. So what if we actually did watch our prayers? If we kept an eye on them, and we were, we were just there. We'd pray and then we would wait with hope. We would wait with thanksgiving. We would wait and we would watch to see how God showed up, where He showed up, how He showed up. What if we watched? And what if we are active in that? Maybe the reason that we don't see God working, that we don't see Him answering our prayers, is because we're not watching. We're not looking for it. We just pray. We just send it up and we don't care. Write a letter, throw it in the trash. Maybe we don't care. Maybe we're not watching. If you were at church on Sunday, uh, Pastor Scott uh, was talking, and he made a reference to this um, in his message on Sunday. But we're missing out on recognizing God's provision for us. He told a a story. It It was a fake story, but it was a good story about a guy who kept praying to be rescued, praying to be rescued. And, and he had faith that he was going to be rescued. And somebody sent a truck, somebody sent a boat, someone sent a helicopter. And when he died, he was like, why didn't you save me? And the answer was, I sent a car, I sent a boat, I sent a helicopter. But he wasn't watching. He wasn't, he wasn't looking for his prayer to be answered. Watch for it. Be thankful for it. If you pray for somebody, what might be a good way to watch that prayer? Check in on them. Text them. Call them. Ask how things are going. Let them know that you're praying for them. Ask how the thing is that you're praying for them is. That probably isn't a real sentence, but you get what I'm saying. Follow up on your prayers. Watch your prayers. A few weeks ago, I was pretty sick. I missed one day of work. It was a Tuesday, go figure, and I was miserable. Emily took care of me. Shout out to wives. Am I right? Brody, you better. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Wives are great. But I went back to, the, to work the very next day, feeling 100%. And one of my coworkers, Ronnie, he's actually been here before. He said, I can't believe you, you're better Someone must have prayed for you, man. And I said, actually, my dad did pray for me. I didn't really think much of it. Um, But later in the day, I heard Ronnie bragging on the Lord, talking about how the Lord answered my dad's prayer. He was watching. That's a man who's watching prayer, expecting prayer to be answered. Watch your prayers with thanksgiving. Be aware of what God is doing. The next verse is similar. It's Micah 7-7. But as for me, I watch and hope for the Lord. I wait for God, my Savior. My God will hear me. Could you say that? If you're being honest in your normal prayer life? Could you say that you watch and hope for the Lord? That you're waiting for God? That God will hear you? You might know that in your brain. You might know that to be true. But are you applying it? Is that real to you? Are you watching for the Lord? Are you expecting Him to show up? Are you waiting? Are you watching? Because we need to watch. We've got to be watching. But that's not it. We don't only have to watch. We also have to watch out. And uh, Luke 12, 15, it says, Then he said to them, Watch out! Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. Ooh. That's hard to hear, isn't it? We need to watch out. And what are we watching out for? Greed. Not, not just greed and money, all kinds of greed. And I love the next line. It says, life does not consist in abundance of possessions. Right now, you can't drive down the road without coming across storage facilities. They're everywhere, absolutely everywhere. And I'm not trying to say if you have a storage facility, you're bad. Get all your stuff out, sell it. Well, you don't sell it. Rent it out to somebody else. But we undoubtedly have a nationwide problem of accumulating junk. And I'm sorry, but that's what it is. And it's, it's not everything, but it's a lot of things. And I'm not just talking about hoarders. I, I'm sure everyone's seen pictures or seen the show where like you can't even walk through your house because you just have so much junk. Your life's not going to be great because of your abundance of stuff but I think if we're being honest, I bet we all have things in our lives that our lives would be better without. I know I do. But we love our stuff. We're drawn to things. Watch out. Your abundant life will not come from your abundant stuff. We need to watch out for all forms of greed. Greed of money. Greed of possessions, greed of friends, greed of attention, greed of food, greed of clothes. Watch out for it. One more thing that we have to watch out for. Romans 16, 17. I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned Keep away from them. There's a lot of wolves in this world, and a lot of wolves that look like sheep. Watch out for people that are bringing heresy, people that are trying to direct you away from the truth, people that are putting little lies in the truth. That's how Satan likes to work, right? He likes to take something that's true, something you know to be true, and be like, oh yeah, that is true, and then distort it a little bit. Because that's viable. Satan's not dumb. He's crafty. Watch out for people that are trying to direct you away from the truth, people that are only there to stop the spread of the gospel, the way, the truth, and the life. Watch out for them. They might act like they're on your team, but they're, they're really on the side of darkness. Don't expect it to be easy to, to know who's for truth and who's for darkness. Watch out for it. You won't agree with everyone on everything, so don't think that I'm saying... Uh, That Oh, because they think one thing and and I think the other. Orange is my favorite color, uh, but yellow is Emily's favorite color. Watch out. No, that's not what I'm saying. But somebody who's going to change the core principles of Christianity to make room for their own personal ideology, their own personal lives, their personal opinions, watch out for them. Stay away from them. The Bible gives us clear direction on what we should watch. So, nine million people every month are asking Google what to watch. They're asking the wrong person, the wrong thing. Be watchful with Thanksgiving in your prayers. Watch for the Lord. Be expecting Him. Wait for Him to show up. Watch, but also watch out for all kinds of greed. Watch out for those that are causing division through their distorted view of Jesus. Watch and watch out. In a second, we're going to pray, and then uh, we'll split up into groups of three or four. Um, And I have two discussion questions for you. How can you better how can you be better at being watchful in your prayers? I'm willing to bet we all can. I'm sure there's room for growth in every one of our lives there. And number two is what steps can you take to watch out for greed? To not let that slip into your life and make your life miserable. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the clear direction that your word gives us. And I pray that that we're watching for you and we're watching with thanksgiving that we're watching hopefully that we know that you're going to show up that we're not just throwing prayers into the sky and not expecting a response we thank you and we know that you will show up because we can look back and see where you have shown up before may we be cognizant of it aware of it let us watch for you watch for your blessing. Watch where you're being active in our lives. But at the same time, may you give us wisdom, may you give us guidance and know what to watch out for. That when we feel the natural desire of greed, the desire of things, the desire to be more popular, just may we know and watch out for it. May we recognize it and push it away. Let that not be a part of our lives. May we watch out for every type of greed and may we watch For people who are opposing you people that don't want to see your word spoken or they want to see a distorted version of your word spoken may we recognize that darkness and stay away from it may we not be pulled into that thank you so much open our eyes to watch Amen. All right, you guys can split up in the small groups.